0: Welcome to the Maximize Your Potential Podcast, where we demonstrate that you have unlimited potential, and when you maximize it every day, you will lead a life of happiness and fulfillment. John Maxwell describes a dream as an inspiring picture of the future that energizes your mind, will, and emotions, empowering you to do everything you can to achieve it. Your dream is unique to you and should identify your purpose and potential. Now, your dream should be big. It should move you out of your comfort zone and stretch you. I sometimes refer to these dreams as an impossible goal, as it should be so huge that it feels daunting. So a question, when you think about your own dream, if indeed you have one, does it do this? Now I've already said that my own dream is that every child should have the opportunity of a college education, regardless of their financial status. This is a pretty lofty dream and intentionally so. You see, it would be easy for me to give up on this dream as being out of reach, but I won't do so because I have a burning desire to make it come true. And it follows my purpose, which is to add value to others so that they can become the best version of themselves. As I grow, My dream is also layering and becoming even bigger. In addition to providing college scholarships and training youth, I also want to partner with my mentor to build schools in Africa. Not only that, I have a dream that by May 2026, my 60th birthday, I want to have built a university in Africa where we can teach leadership principles that will transform a whole continent. We'll dive deeper into how you can create your own dream or vision as we go through the book. But before we do so, let's review the four common reasons why people do not identify their dreams. Number one, other people saying you cannot do it. How many times has someone told you that you are crazy for wanting to attempt something? I know this has happened to me on many occasions. I've often found myself wondering why people want to discourage others from following their dreams. Well, my conclusion, after many years of observing this behaviour, is that it is a result of a fear of failure. Not that the other person will fail. Instead, it is a fear that if they succeed, it will make the discourager feel like they are inadequate. Many people are looking for things to change, but they are not prepared to change in order to obtain it. In 2009, I was at a point in my life where I needed a change. I'd been managing car dealerships in the UK, and it was becoming, I, I was frankly becoming tired of the rat race. The constant pressure and struggle to achieve targets. My personal life was a mess, and I wondered how I could go on. This was truly a low point in my life, and I needed a fresh perspective. So I decided that I would take a break and go to work on a cruise ship in the merchandise store. I remember people thinking that I was crazy. I was walking away from a high-profile career and decent money to take a very low-paying job with no responsibility. What they didn't see was that I needed to find myself and what was important to me, my purpose. I got to see some amazing sights in those four months, ones that I would never have seen otherwise. This experience ultimately helped me to realise that I wanted to be somewhere that provided more and that brought me to the US, the Walt Disney Company and now the opportunity to make a difference to people all over the world through my teaching. Number two, giving in to past experiences. The experience of unpleasant disappointment hurts which causes people to stay in their comfort zone. Most people find the fear of failure rising to the surface. And disappointment is the gap between expectations and reality. In other words, what we think is going to happen and what actually happens. The cure for this is learning from what goes right in addition to what went wrong and altering your plan accordingly. If we all gave up at the first sign of failure, where would we be today? In 1927, Walt Disney designed a new cartoon character, Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. He was working under the production of Charles Mintz, who had entered into negotiations with Universal Pictures to create 26 animated shorts. By the end of 1927, Walt had built a crew of 22 people, and Oswald the Lucky Rabbit was a huge success. Little did Walt know, but behind his back, deals were being made between Mintz and several of Walt's animators to start a new studio and take Oswald away from Disney. In February 1928, Walt travelled to New York to meet with MGM, and then Mintz, in order to negotiate a new contract with improved terms, but they actually offered him roughly 20% less per short. The result of these meetings was not good for Walt Disney and on March the 13th 1928 he left New York to return to Los Angeles with no Oswald and most of his animators defected to Mint and Universal. Imagine his disappointment but did he give in? No way. Legend has it that when Roy Disney, Walt's brother and business partner, asked Walt how it was going, Walt sent a telegram saying all is good, be home soon. You see, Walt was an eternal optimist, and on the three-day train journey back home, he came up with an idea for a new character, Mickey Mouse, and the rest is history. Now, fun fact is, Walt's original name for the mouse was not Mickey, it was Mortimer, and it was actually his wife Lillian that said the mouse should be called Mickey. I often wonder what would have happened if Walt had not lost the rights to Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. Would Walt Disney World even exist today? Number three, accepting average. Settling for what we have is another sign of wanting to stay in our comfort zone. The truth is that our creative thinking only starts once we move out of our comfort zone, so we should never settle for what we have. This also falls under another of my favourite topics, beating average. Raises the question that since when has being average been acceptable? I'm going to sound old now, But when I was at school, you got a trophy or an award for being placed, usually first, second or third. Now we have participation awards, where everyone gets recognised regardless of performance. I realise that it's important to encourage all kids to participate, but what sort of incentive is, is this for wanting to excel and be the best you can be? You see, average is a figure achieved by dividing the sum by their set number. Therefore, if everyone settles for the average, the effect is that overall performance goes down because the sum will be less, but the set number remains the same. We should always be looking for constant improvement because if you are staying still, you're actually falling behind as others progress. Number four, low confidence. I believe we all have an enormous amount of untapped potential in our minds, and a lack of confidence is one of the major culprits for keeping this potential hidden. It is said that we only use around 10% of our mind's potential. So even if we increased our current uses by 50%, and therefore reached 15% of our potential, we would still have a whopping 85% untapped. Lack of confidence could occur as a result of the first three points and it can be overcome by identifying your passion, your desire, and then living it every day. If you are not confident in yourself and your ability, quite frankly, why should anyone else be? In this book, I'm going to introduce you to 10 steps that I personally use to get to the stage where I am able to live my life of freedom and happiness. You can do the same if, you follow these 10 steps to freedom. As I will keep repeating, this process only works if you are prepared to put in the effort and follow the steps. You will get out of this process as much as the effort that you put in. I'll provide all of the tools that are required for you to build the life that you deserve, but I cannot make you pick them up and use them. That's up to you, that's your choice. One of my favourite proverbs is you can lead a horse to water, but you cannot make it drink. I hope you enjoyed this latest episode of Maximise Your Potential podcast with your host, myself, Chris Baker. It's been my pleasure to bring you these, uh, this, this episode and I look forward to working with you further in the future as I guide you through the process of maximising your potential every day. If you like what you hear, I encourage you to subscribe so you get notifications as each new episode is released. And please share it with your friends and family so that other people can benefit from the lessons that you're learning. Thanks again. Bye for now and have a magical day.